Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Would you be the jerk for grounding your daughter because they farted? We'll get to that in a bit, but first, am I the jerk for not attending my husband's celebration dinner due to the restaurant not having anything I could eat? My husband's been working really hard the last two years to advance at his company, and he finally got the promotion he's been after. I'm really, really proud of him. His parents are too and wanted to take us all out to dinner to celebrate. My husband absolutely loves prime rib, and there's only one place in our area that serves it, so we picked that restaurant. The thing is, I'm not fond of steak. I'll eat it, but very rarely. I prefer chicken or fish. I looked up the menu before leaving, and right now they have a limited menu. The place only had one fish entree and two chicken entrees, and none of them sounded good for various reasons. I suggested that he pick someplace else so everyone can eat. He refused, citing that we rarely get to go to this place, but go to other places in our area regularly, which is true, but those places have lots of variety so everyone can eat. He suggested that I ask if they could prepare the fish or chicken without the marinades or sauces, but I didn't want to be difficult for the kitchen staff. His next suggestion was that I order dessert while everyone else ate entrees, and then when we were done, he would take me to where I wanted so I could eat dinner while he and the kids ate dessert. So I opted to just not go because I didn't want to sit there not eating and not having a good time while everyone else was. My husband asked me to go so he could celebrate with the people most important to him. I told him no again and that he needed to get going before he was late. He did go, but he came back a little over an hour later with the kids and they all had to-go boxes. He said he couldn't think of what to tell the kids about why I didn't go when they kept asking without lying or making me sound bad, so he just got an order for them to go and let the kids spend some time with their grandparents talking in the parking lot. I told him he should have stayed, but he said that I put him in a bad spot with the kids and that I knew he wanted everyone there, and that I should have just gotten over my picky eating for one night. I maintain if he really wanted us to all eat dinner as a family, then he should have picked a restaurant with a more accommodating menu. Am I the jerk? Personally, I think OP was being overly difficult for what should have been one celebratory night. Do you guys agree? Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you enjoy getting to decide whether or not these people are some jerks, then why not hit that subscribe button down below? That said, our next story is, am I the jerk for calling my wife ridiculous for saying that she won't attend my family's Christmas over some stockings? My mom has a tradition for every Christmas, and that is to get custom stockings of her grandchildren's names, Cody, Mia, Sammy, Elena, etc., and hang those stockings near the fireplace. My wife and I have been together for three years. She has a son, my stepkid, from her former marriage. When she found out about the tradition mom has, she said she expects my stepson to get his own custom stocking and be hanged along with the other kids' stockings. I asked my mom, and she said that she loves her step-grandchild, but doesn't feel comfortable yet to have a stocking of his name and hang it in her home. Apparently, my wife refused to drop it and chose it as a hill to die on, and even told me that she would not be attending a Christmas party if mom doesn't do it. We started arguing about it for days. I finally blew up and told her it wasn't reasonable for her or me to dictate how my mom decorates her home and what stockings she hangs. She started crying and calling me blind for not seeing how my family are treating my stepson. 
I said they love him and some stalking isn't going to prove anything. She said she wouldn't go then, and I called her ridiculous for deciding to not go over something so trivial. We've been in conflict about it since then, and she's refusing to even speak to me. Am I the jerk for saying that it was ridiculous for her to decide not to go over some stockings? My stepson's age is nine. I feel like I'd have to understand the relationship more between OP and the kid, but if OP and their extended family say that they love the kid, why is the stocking too much or too weird? Our next story is, am I the jerk for causing a family rift because I don't want to sleep outside in my mom's yard on Christmas? I, 18-year-old female, am the youngest out of four kids. My siblings are 31-year-old male, 28-year-old female, and 25-year-old male. We were raised by our dad and stepmom, and our bio mom lives in another country with her husband. She wants me and my siblings to spend Christmas with her this year, and has offered to pay for our transport and visas. My siblings are all married and have kids, and are going to bring their spouses and kids with them. Our mom's house is quite big, and she said she'll spread out air mattresses in the living room, and there's a guest room. She didn't say anything specifically to me about where I'd be sleeping, so I assumed I'd be sleeping on one of the air mattresses. Well, one of my brothers told me that my mom expects me to sleep in a tent outside. I honestly thought she was messing with me, but... When I asked my mom about it, it turns out she did. I told her, brother's name said that you expect me to sleep outside in a tent. Is this true? My mom said, yeah, I thought you would be fine with having your own tent. I say, why didn't you talk to me about it? She says, I didn't think it would be a problem. Is it a problem? I say, it is. I don't want to sleep outside. She says, I don't know what you want me to do. There's too many of you. I say, can I sleep on the couch? She says, no, husband's name likes to watch TV late you'll be a nuisance. I said, I don't know then, but I'm not sleeping outside. I'd rather not go. My mom told all my siblings about the conversation, and now they're all mad at me and told me to suck it up and go. They said I'm being selfish and making a fuss about nothing, and that I can't expect any of them to sleep outside with their spouses or kids. I told my dad about it, and now he's royally pissed off with my mom and said that she's being a mega witch and alienating me on purpose and they had a huge argument on the phone. My siblings are all mad at me for causing this. All I know is if it were me, I wouldn't want to be sleeping outside in a tent, especially if the climate is cold at all. This next story is, am I the jerk because I'm forcing my parents to choose between two options they loathe? I, female 38, have recently gotten a not great medical diagnosis and prognosis. I'm at peace with it. So I sat down with my husband and figured out my will. Obviously, he'll be receiving most of the estate. He has to take care of himself and our kids. He and I both have decent, if not spectacular careers, and he likes his work. My oldest brother is a gigantic D-bag. He's an addict and my parents have wasted their lives trying to help him. They spent so much of their time and money on him, they had very little for my sister or myself. I don't hold this against them, I love my kids and I can understand the urge to help them with their problems. The real issue is that my brother has abandoned my nieces with my parents. I try to get custody of them, but I'm not a member of their church, and my parents cut me off when I left home to get a college education instead of staying home and helping them like a good daughter should. Their congregation helped them hire a lawyer to keep the girls away from me. But strangely enough, after the girls were out of my reach, They stopped getting any financial support, so on my will, I'm leaving my nieces money. Not for them to spend however they want, it's only to go to pay for their post-secondary education. 
If it isn't used for that by the time they're 25, it'll be donated to a charity that my parents hate. It advocates for women and reproductive rights. I sent my parents a copy of my will so they knew what was coming. They're the kind of people who would take out a loan counting on money from my death to bail them out. They're calling me a jerk for not giving them the money to take care of my nieces. They're complaining because they're going into debt taking care of the girls. I offered again to take custody with my husband. If I can have them for two years, I know I can get them on a path away from that church. My parents won't relent and are saying that they'll challenge my will if I leave it like this. Good luck. My lawyer's confident that I've protected the money. I just heard from my brother. He's calling me a jerk for depriving his kids of help and forcing my parents into a crappy position. I asked him when the last time was that he sent them money to help with his kids. He yelled obscenities and hung up. My husband supports my decision, but a lot of my family is calling me and asking me to help my parents with no strings attached. Am I the jerk? My personal feelings, it's your money and your assets to do with how you wish. Honestly, screw anybody trying to tell you how to spend or give away your stuff. Our next story is, am I the jerk for telling my half-sister my dad didn't do anything wrong? My parents were married and had me. Then my mom cheated on my dad while I was still a baby and got pregnant with another man's child. My dad filed for divorce and established through the courts that he was not the father of my half-sister and fought not to have parental responsibility of her. My dad did get shared custody of me and, because of shared custody, did not have to pay child support. My half-sister's bio-father was unknown, and while mom did try to find him, was unsuccessful. My mom went on to have four more kids with four different guys. My dad continued to take care of me, but never took them on. When dad knew mom was struggling, he would make sure I was taken care of at her house, since CPS and the courts didn't believe things were bad enough for me to live with him primarily. So, I was always better taken care of than my siblings. My half-siblings all hate my dad, and I believe a large part of that is due to mom telling them stuff all through the years. When I was about 13, mom tried to poison me against dad by telling me how dad let them suffer, how he fought to reject my half-sister, how he was often mean to her about them when she would talk to him, but it didn't change how I felt about my dad. And when I was 16, I made the decision to live with him. I just turned 20 and my half-sister is 18. She came after me to argue and to have it out over my dad. She accused me of being a jerk and not being mad at dad. She then went on to tell me a story about mom struggling to afford diapers and how dad made sure to send diapers that were just in my size instead of money so mom could buy for both of us. And how he even saw her out with us once and bought stuff that could be just used on me when she was right there. I told her I didn't see what my dad did as wrong because he was never her dad. She said he could have been, but he rejected her in court. I told her again that, to me, dad did nothing wrong. She called me a jerk, said as her older brother I should be furious that he would be okay with her and the rest of our siblings going hungry, not having the right care, and that he could have stepped up but chose not to, which should make me hate him. She said the fact that I could look her in the eye and say he did nothing wrong made me just as bad as him. Am I the jerk? That man had no responsibility to provide anything for kids that weren't his. Weren't adopted, weren't raised, weren't loved by him, weren't his own kids. This next story is, am I the jerk for refusing to shoot nude for my brother anymore? I, 18-year-old female, have a brother, 19-year-old male, who's a cinephile and has had a camera in his hand since the ripe age of 6. 
We've always been doing shoots together indoors and outdoors. Recently, he had a project for his film school, asked if I could shoot for him and kept insisting, which I didn't care as I've always been the only person who's in his short films or shoots. I told him I'll do this and he wanted it to be 15 minutes long. After we were done with the scenes he wanted outside, our parents were on a work stay, so we had the free house to do the shooting and no interruptions inside. It was a scene where it was the early morning and I wake up, make a coffee, sit on my balcony and smoke. The weather was beautiful and I understood the ambience he was trying to exude. Until before the scene, he wanted a sense of authenticity, realism and intimacy in the scene. I asked him, what do you mean? And he said, I sleep naked and it feels like a love letter to life. I proceeded to say, you want me to be naked in the short film? That you'll show your fellow classmates. He told me that that's film and it's not weird as I'm your brother, but not fully just topless and you can wear underwear. I didn't really care about doing this and maybe it was brain fog in the morning. I didn't care about his friend seeing my chest as well. It isn't a body part that's revolutionary to the eye anymore. I told him, I'll do it. We proceeded to do it and he got it on the first try. Everything was great until I took a nap as it was very early. When I woke up, I understood the gravity of what I had done. I don't know what went through my mind at the time and why I would do something so idiotic. Most of all, just thinking about my brother having a file like that sends bile up my throat. I go back to him, ask him to give me the file so I can delete it permanently and that I want to redact that start where I was naked. He told me that he already submitted it and it would be pointless if I deleted it. I felt embarrassed and sickened. I still feel greatly upset with him and haven't spoken to him. I informed him beforehand that I won't shoot for him again. He got angry and upset, told me that I was his muse and got him into his desired film school. He told me that I was being unreasonable and turning what I did into something abhorrent, when it was art. I'm still not even looking at him just because of what I've done. Maybe I'm projecting and diverting this anger that stemmed from embarrassment onto him. Am I the jerk? This whole thing is really weird. When you're on the spot like that and under pressure, sometimes you make some dumb decisions. I don't blame OP for not feeling okay with it. Our next story is, am I the jerk for buying a plus size dress at a thrift store and tailoring it to look great on my friend instead of just giving it to her plus sized sister? I love to play seamstress as a hobby. I also love the thrift shop. My best friend has this certain tartan pattern that she absolutely loves. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Loves, and I found a near perfect replica of it at a thrift store. I was so excited, and to me, it doesn't really matter what size it was, I can tailor it to fit my friend. I'm not trying to be insulting, but I've never actually seen a dress this size before, and I had to do some pretty serious modifications, and to be honest, the dress was more for fabric than a particular design. I gave it to my friend as an early Christmas present, and she absolutely loved it. It made me happy that it made her so happy. I also left her the scraps and leftovers, with the instructions that if she ever saw another piece of clothing that I could use it for, please let me know. I guess her sister went digging through the scraps and found the original size of the dress on the tag. I've known both she and her sister since we were all kids, 
and although I'm best friends with the younger sister, I've never quite seen eye to eye with the older sister. Please keep that in mind while reading the text she sent me. It's cut and paste as I got it. We've been best friends since we were kids, and you know how hard it is for me to find clothes. What you did with that dress is a horrible thing to do to me and to other plus-sized women who struggle to find pretty dresses that we can wear out. You found one of them and ripped it to shreds to give to her when she can buy her garbage at Forever 21 whenever she wants. I killed for that dress. It would have changed my holidays to have a good to go in that pattern that I could have worn over and over again. And now I have to stress all over again this year. But you to me and all other plus-sized women who would have loved that dress? Why not just give it to me? What is wrong with you? I had no idea this was even a thing. I was trying to do a nice thing for my friend, but honestly her sister didn't even enter my brain until I got that text. My friend says I have nothing to worry about, but the text really bothers me. I'm not sure why. Was I the jerk? Although the options are going to be more limited, it's not like getting dresses in bigger sizes is impossible. I think this is just pure jealousy. Our next story is, am I the jerk for giving away my son's childhood dog's collar? We had this dog many years ago, which was technically a family dog, but my son was the most attached to it, so we let it become his dog. She passed away when my son was 13, and he kept her collar with him. My son moved out when he went to uni and left some stuff in his room and downstairs in the basement, in unmarked boxes. I explicitly told him when he left to make sure he marked all of his boxes, but lo and behold, some boxes were unmarked. Months ago, I wanted to clean out the basement. So I took some of the boxes of old stuff there and put them outside to be tossed or given away. There were lots of old toys, so I let the neighborhood kids rummage around and take whatever they wanted. I recall the kids finding a collar in the boxes and taking it because he was going to get a puppy for his birthday. My son was over for Thanksgiving and wanted to play the ukulele after eating but couldn't find it downstairs. It was also in an unmarked box and supposedly subsequently taken. I told him that months ago I was clearing the basement and most unmarked boxes and their contents were tossed and given away. He went back downstairs and came back screaming and cursing, asking where the box with the collar was. I told him that I remembered them taking a collar, but since we've had three dogs as a family, I didn't think to check which collar it was, but if he can't find it, then it was gone. He completely lost his marbles and yelled at me for giving away his things without talking to him. I reminded him that I told him to mark his stuff so I knew what to leave alone and what I could give away. He refused to listen and demanded I go get it back, which I obviously refused to do because it was late and it's been months. I see how I could be in the wrong because it was his and sentimental, but then again, I warned him about unmarked boxes. Am I the jerk? Marked or unmarked, I think you're going to always be a huge jerk for giving away anything of anybody else's without getting clear consent. Them not even being informed of this happening until months later is crazy. This next story is, am I the jerk for telling my younger sister to stay the freak away from my boyfriend after she tried to get him to spend the week with her instead of with me? I, 18-year-old female, have been dating my boyfriend Caden, 18-year-old male, for over a year. We met when he moved to my city to play hockey. Because Caden isn't living with his family during the hockey season, he spends a lot of time hanging out at my house and family. My sister Kylie, 15-year-old female, comes with me to most of Caden's hockey games and she wears his jersey. 
Last year, during high school, Kaden and I would skip class to take Kylie to her therapy appointments, then we would all go out for lunch after. Since then, Kylie always wants to tag along with Kaden and I when we hang out too. At first, I thought it was cute, but I've noticed recently that she's getting a little too persistent. The other night, she wanted to hang out with Kaden and I in my room while we watched a movie. She brings him up in conversations a lot more with me, and apparently, she's also been researching and keeping up with his hockey stats. Kaden gave me his hockey cards with cute little messages written on them, and I keep them on my bookshelf in my room. I noticed a few weeks ago that one of them was missing, the one that had, couldn't do this all without you babe, written on it, and Kylie had it in the back of her phone case. We got into a fight about it where Kylie told me that she didn't think it was a big deal because he was her favorite player. I finally snapped last night when she started asking me if she could come with us on our trip to Montreal. My best friend's turning 18 in a few weeks, and my friends and Caden's friends are going on a road trip to Montreal so we can take her to a bar and party all weekend. I tried to tell Kylie that she couldn't come because she wouldn't be old enough to go out to the bars and clubs with us. That's when she texted Kaden and told him that I was being rude and antagonizing her. Kylie asked Kaden not to go on the trip and stay home with her instead. After Kaden told me, I confronted Kylie and told her to stay the freak away from my boyfriend. Kaden thinks that I'm completely in the right, whereas some of my family believes that Kylie's just a harmless girl with a little crush and that I took it too far. Am I the jerk for telling my sister to stay the freak away from my boyfriend? Definitely way too much, especially considering they're 15 and Kaden is 18. A crush is a crush, but she needs to get over it. Our next story is, am I the jerk for telling my grandfather I don't need his blessing for crap? I, 24-year-old female, got married yesterday in the courthouse to my now dear husband, 24-year-old male. Just the two of us, his best friend and my best friend, a private short ceremony, and after that just us two had a wonderful day. We'll have a ceremony in church and a reception with close friends and family in exactly a year already planned and the invites already sent out. It was a known secret that we would marry alone before the church wedding and not invite anyone except our best man and maid of honor. Long before I got married, my maternal grandfather told me if I eloped without his blessing, he would be pissed and have a serious talk with my mom. And apparently he felt the need to not only talk to my mom, but to me about marrying in courthouse without him and his blessing. My mom ignored it and told me it was my husband's and my rightful decision to choose how we're getting married, and she backs me up. So I thought I was through with it, but then he called me to berate me on my disrespectful decision and my lack of manners, and that I should have at least gotten his blessing for marriage in the courthouse. I'm a pretty temperamental person and I kept a lot to myself when it comes to my grandfather because he'll get upset over literally anything, but this time my temper got the better of me and I blew up. I told him that I didn't need his blessing on crap and that we lived in the modern ages and I'm free, legally and morally, to choose how to be married without getting consent from anybody but my husband. And if he found it so disrespectful and awful that I did what I did, then he won't need to attend the church wedding. He reacted by calling me a disgrace and a jerk because you're not allowed to talk to old people like that. My grandmother backs him up by telling me that I'm morally in the wrong for hurting his feelings by not inviting him to my courthouse wedding and then yelling at him when he talked about his hurt with me. So am I the jerk for yelling at him after he's saying that I should have gotten his blessing 
I think OP is absolutely right in everything they did here. The whole blessing thing is so antiquated unless you specifically want to get that blessing. Our next story is, am I the jerk for sending my daughter to her room because she farted at our family dinner? My daughter is 14 years old, I'll call her Rosie to maintain privacy. She's the middle of four kids, with my oldest sons being 16, 18, and youngest son is 10. She's my only daughter. She has high functioning autism and is starting to model some of the boys behavior and to the next level. She has some sort of a fart fetish. She laughs at farts, looks up every fact on farting, including foods that trigger gas, etc., watches fart pranks on her iPad out loud, all without any regard to the context of the situation. I wish I was joking. I've taught her and our sons table manners. I've been teaching them and reinforcing them since they were little. They were told to say excuse me when they belch, cover their mouth when they cough and sneeze, close their mouth when they eat, very basic table manners. Some of these things I tell her each time, it's like I told her the first time. Their grandparents, aunt and uncle and their younger cousins were invited over to our Thanksgiving dinner. I set expectations with the entire family to be on their best behavior and leave topics regarding bodily functions out of the dinner table. Dinner underway, she gulped down a cup of lemonade and then proceeded to belch a few times, which the family turned to gaze at her. I reminded her to say excuse me and hold in her burps. In the middle of a discussion with the rest of the family, she passed gas and giggled. The entire family looked at her direction with stern gazes and some jaw drops. It was after the third time I threw my hands and shook my head at her, telling her to go to her room and that her actions were disgusting, rude and not ladylike, and she needs to excuse herself to do that. Her father smirked a little and some of the little ones giggled, which I told them, Enough. It's not funny. My daughter apologized and stated she'll be careful, which I then responded that she had multiple times to. She belched, smacked during the entire dinner, and farted. She had more than enough time to correct herself. This is unacceptable to be doing this behavior when people are having a meal, and I raised her better than this, and we'll have this conversation later, and for now to go to her room. She went to her room in tears. After a conversation with my daughter about the behaviors, she apologized again and said that she was trying to make everyone laugh and didn't expect people to get mad. I did remind her that it was actually rude and she is expected not to do that again with company over. After a conversation with my husband who passes gas very casually, thankfully doesn't do it with company over, he said that I was being too harsh on her and that it was just a fart, which I did call him out on smirking at dinner and stated that she modeled her behavior from him. A part of me agreed with him, and I thought I was too harsh on her and made a big deal over nothing. Was I being too hard on her reddit? Am I the jerk? As long as they can understand the concept of a time and a place, I don't think OP was wrong at all, and I think what OP did was appropriate in trying to get them to understand what they did was wrong. That said, our final story of the day is, am I the jerk for not buying Christmas gifts for my 5 year old nephew, but will buy it for all other nephews and nieces? My parents were very busy. I have 6 siblings. I'm the second oldest. Me and my older brother have no contact for about 8 years. He lived in another country with his wife and 5 year old son. This year they moved back to our country. They always spent Christmas with his wife's parents and then came to our parents the next day without me present. 
A couple of years back, I had a tragedy and got a lot for compensation. I invested, and I'm now living very good from passive income. For the last three years, I buy all the gifts for Christmas for my nephews and nieces. My siblings give me their letters for Santa, and I go all out. I absolutely love seeing them when they open the gifts. I already got all the letters this year and have all the gifts ready, but then last week, my mother wanted to give me another letter. She said it's from my nephew from my oldest brother. I was surprised, but then told her I won't buy anything for him. I don't even know him, and I'm not prepared to spend that much on a stranger kid. My parents then told me that we can't single him out, that he would be very sad seeing other kids opening gifts, and him not getting anything. I told them they can buy the gifts, and maybe my siblings will chip in. My mother started crying that they can't match my gifts and begged me to reconsider. I refused. I'm hurt even because I just found out that my brother's family will be with us for Christmas. Now they're text bombing me that I'm ruining Christmas. My partner said that maybe we should buy gifts for my nephew? That he's innocent and one more smile won't hurt? Am I the jerk if I refuse? I think OP is the jerk in the situation only because they're taking out their anger on their brother out on an innocent kid who I think is worth investing a Christmas gift into just to build a relationship with your own nephew. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely crazy Am I the Jerk here story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.